and we're live. And showtime. Showtime. Because <laughs> we're the best of them. <laughs> <laughs> this is episode number seven of the Happy Campers seven. podcast. One thing I... We did an episode yesterday. Like we said, we leave now tomorrow. Oh, we leave tomorrow. Okay. We leave aye tomorrow, aye. and we're going to leave at 5.30 in the morning. I already have just crippling anxiety. It'll be fine. I think it'll be good. One thing that we kind of like dove into our travel plans yesterday. And sorry, I'm kind of burpy right now. My my apologies. My apologies. That lasagna. It is that we had some like Stouffer's lasagna and it's Stouffer's really family <coughs> size. Not as good as a mama's lasagna, but pretty good still. But it makes you just burpy. Yeah. Anyways, <clears throat> so we dove into yesterday kind of about our travel plans and all that and la 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 and it's just a lot to take in and I just it's stressful and it's gonna be that way. <clears throat> now once we're there, uh, found out that my dad's side of the family they're gonna be there actually they're gonna be there tomorrow through Sunday so we get to hang out with them and, and spend time with them um, and do do Christmas with them. My mom said my dad hasn't done Christmas with his mom, my nana since they've been married and they have been married for like 28 years dang so <clears throat> it'll be good that, that they get to do christmas uh, or that we get to do christmas <clears throat> but my dad gets to do christmas with his mom <clears throat> and uh it's gonna be really fun it's already getting hectic and getting chaotic <laughs> um and we kind of did some clarification of who's gonna be there you know uh my my cousin is not gonna be there but <coughs> everybody else <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me. Everybody else is going to be there that we mentioned yesterday. So um, going to be a big group and it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, we are I I know I'm like now we are done with work. We are yeah. officially I would say we're on vacation right now. Yeah. Because yes. we don't have to work until yep. next week. Wednesday. Which still has not hit me. But I have families that are like, OK, well, we'll see you like in a couple weeks then. And I'm like, right. OK, sweet. Yeah, because some of, some of your kids only come Monday, Wednesdays and Fridays. And you're you're only open Thursday of next week. Right. So and some, and I mean, <clears> it's going to be the day before Christmas Eve. I mean, a lot of people are like not working. Yeah. Are, do you have who do you have that's going to be here? On, I, think I know you can't ha- say names. I think like, I'll maybe have two. Two, two. The main main core is like I a think core so. group of, <clears throat> yeah, which will be good, um, because you're gonna be open only on Thursday of next week, and then you're closed Friday, and then you're open four days the week after. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and this kind of this kind of sucks. Like we know that it sucks to pay for daycare when you're not utilizing it. But oh yeah, it sucks. <clears throat> but the way that your policy is written is just like any other employer. You have. Uh, two weeks. You give yourself two weeks of paid vacation. Some people get like five, six weeks. Now, obviously, that you can't do that. Yeah, that's a little <coughs> crazy, and I get that. I right. would be very upset if I, had to, I'd be pissed if I had to pay. That <coughs> right. But, but just like, I mean, and honestly, not to, not to like toot my own horn or anything, but this is the hardest job I've ever had. Right. And it's like if anybody, and if any like employee at any job needs a break it's a daycare mom she needs a break like she needs some time to just be with her family so yeah i am uh, gonna full embrace it yeah it's gonna be sweet well and you know we we paid i mean like when we were when we were sending brinley to daycare COVID happened and oh, yeah. you were working from home and i was working from home so we just stopped sending her to daycare Mm-hmm. Well, she didn't go to daycare. We still paid every single week. We paid to save her. <coughs> you're paying to save the, your kid's spot. Right. So she went, we, she stayed home with us for like five months and yeah. we paid for daycare every month. I mean, well, it was March to August. Well, yeah, because then we started getting grant money from yeah. the state. Yeah, we did. We got two, two, two months of grant. Um, our daycare provider actually went and got that <coughs> and yeah. said, hey, the state's going to pay for your daycare since you're not utilizing it anymore, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And that worked out really well. But we still, I mean, it was probably, th- okay, so three months that we paid, actually paid for daycare that we never use, but you, you, you pay to save the spot. Because daycare, unfortunately, and it is kind of sad because we can't take in all the families that we would like to take in. Oh, my in. gosh. Every week it's somebody new that's like, I'm please, please I'm right. looking for, yeah. But it's such a need, and it's like <clears throat> you have to, <clears throat> you have to, your spots have to be reserved and that and that's how they get reserved and that's just the way that it that it is it's just right. the way it is right um and that's that's i think that's totally fine it's it's pretty standard 
Um, yeah, it's, it's not, not like anything it, crazy. It's not like you're like, yeah, it's not anything out of the ordinary. It's it's very standard policy. Any daycare that, you know, is open in Minnesota does what you're doing. Right. And I think some of them even have more time off than what you give yourself. Right. So it's, uh, <clears throat> it, um, it'll be a good reset. I think it's, there's going to be a lot of people. It's going to be chaos, but it's going to be really fun. So, and we don't have to die. When we talked about it a lot yesterday. Um, I just know that it's kind of a big event. I mean, like I said, the, the, totally. the, the travel and all that. Ugh. And we talked a lot about travel yesterday, but yeah, this will be, um, we're very used to like chaos in our house now. So I think that'll, I, Brinley, we're going to get there and Brinley is going to just dive in and love every second of like all the people and all the, she's going to love it. Yeah. She, you know, uh, she's such a little turd. <laughs> a little shyster. She is. She's just a, a little, a little conniver. <laughs> Why? She just like, okay. Um, like today, like, you know, when a kid is whining and they're not really, it's like, this is so fake. Totally. She, she was doing that tonight and it's like, Bryn, and, and I was already a little bit irritated about something else. So I kind of got onto her probably more than I should have. But, <clears throat> and then I, I did apologize and I said, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I was taking it out on you, but she's just a little shyster. Mm -hmm. Totally. We went to, we went to get an oil change in the van today. And the guy at Waltz, you know, Brinley was like, "Roll my window down." So I rolled the window down. She's <laughs> talk, talking to the guy out of the window because it's it's like a pull. You like it's a ten minute oil change. You you pull in, um, and they do they do your oil change, and then they boot you, like you're gone, like mm -hmm. you're in and out, and you pay, you know, and you don't leave your car. It's so handy. It is it's very awesome. Nice. It's expensive. It's expensive, but but it was like we were like, oh shoot, we need an oil change. You don't have to make an appointment. You just pull in, and they do it. Like within ten minutes, and you're out of there. Yeah, and they make a killing. Totally. Oh, they make a they make an absolute killing. Mm-hmm. And, and good for them. I, like I said, they need some competition. So caffeine, uh, caffeine uh, <laughs> uh, oils change service. Ten Ca minute oil change. Caffeine oil and tire minute. might be opening up where we charge fifty dollars instead of you know seventy like they do. But right. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, no, I, we. She had a lot of fun, but again, she just she's so she's so social. She's so. Oh my gosh! Yes, <laughs> she is so social. She's just like you. Well, and yeah, I know which is not necessarily a great thing. I mean, it's Why? good. Why? I don't know. I got I get myself in trouble. <laughs> too social. I got myself in trouble when I was a kid doing it. Every review on on my growing up, it was like talks too much to girls. Oh yeah, that'll be like, Brinley for sure. Smart kid. Really nice. Talks too much to girls. <laughs> yeah, I I have no doubt. <clears throat> You're gonna. Well, can we? Okay, so let's let's discuss. Um, we we while we're there, mm -hmm. we get to spend a lot of time with family, and and we're very we're very fortunate that we're able to do that. Um, <clears throat> but we're gonna take uh, we're gonna do like we've got all these like family pictures are planned and stuff like that and. And you, in your head, you're like, oh, it's just family pictures. This is going to go really well. Yeah, because <laughs> it's like, oh, great. We're all just going to line up, take pictures, and say cheese, and it's going to be great. Yeah. Right. And, like, my sister got, like, a like a, a, a bubble like a, a bubble machine uh -huh. to, like, entertain the kids during pictures. And she just sent a video, and she's like, this thing sucks. <laughs> yeah. It's so bad. But yeah, we're going to full <clears> on have to bribe Brinley with ice cream. Yeah, it, it, it never the, the the pictures with kids never goes the way you want it to go. No. Even even when we took pictures this last what it was like three or four months ago. Yeah, it was only yeah. like a thirty minute session <coughs> and it was perfect because that's only how you know, that's about the cap. And she was yeah. done. And then she was like, All right, it's time for ice cream. Yeah, and, and that's my fear is that it's gonna take longer than oh, that. It's yeah. gonna take like two hours. And so, and, and honestly, as an, as an adult, I'm like, okay, like, it's important to get the pictures. I get that. Right. But even, like, I understand like a kid, they're just, she just doesn't understand. So it's going to be just like, after, I think it'll be good to start. And then it's going to slowly start to just spiral down into, oh, totally. Like, okay. We got to get the kids out of here, get the kids pictures done. And then, you know, then they can, they can go play and then we can get the other pictures. I think that that's actually probably what we should do. We should probably get the kids done first. Right. And like even packing tonight, like 
Oh, I can't find my backpack that I normally travel. I just flew with this backpack. I got my I got my carry on or my check bag all packed up and ready to go. I got everything, and I'm like, oh, I got my my backpack. I have no idea where it is. It's just stressful, and like I know that like you did all the packing for the girls and stuff like that. I just I'm it's like, not oh. even the packing. <clears throat> I'm just the flying and knowing that. Okay. Again, this is me just probably planning the worst. I think Brindley's gonna lose her mind when we take off. And I don't know why that just makes me so anxious. I just want my kids to be like content and happy. And when and and, uh, and already I hate flying. So like when there's chaos, I'm like, oh, everybody just make it stop. I just want to get off this thing. Like, oh, yeah. Well, the the good thing is that I th- I I think it's going to go really really smoothly. I just I think once we're up in the air, She'll calm down a bit, you know. Well, my my sister called too, and again, this is obviously after we get there and everything. I think that I think that will go well, but she's like, uh, "Hey, I'm gonna get some box wine. What kind of wine do you guys want?" And we're like, um, uh, "The kind with alcohol." Yeah, in don't it. care, <laughs> don't don't care. And she's like, "Well, I'm gonna get this and this," and I, I, and she was listing off stuff, and I'm like, "I don't even know what that is." So yeah, like you said, it's got alcohol in it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Let's. Uh, that, Sounds work. good. Let her rip. Red. Or, I, I know. I, I did say. I'm like. Well, we prefer white. I okay. I like red wine a lot, um, but there's different moods you have to be in for red wine. In like, this is the type. Of, this is the time of year where I like to drink red wine because it's winter and right. All that good. When it stuff. gets cold, <coughs> it's kind of nice. Right. Um, we have been, we, uh, is that, is that mine? I think it's outside. Is that the dog? It's outside. I can hear it outside. Oh, interesting. Something's, there's something like whining outside. I thought it was like my microphone stand, but it's like a metal. Yeah. I heard it from that way. Interesting. Um, what was I talking about? (laughs) Wine. (laughs) Oh yeah. Well, I I don't know. I just, just. There's a certain time of year that I'm into red wine, and this is that time of year. So totally. really, we don't. It doesn't matter to us. But oh, it's gonna be fun. Oh, and we've officially all of our like we said our groceries are eaten down. We actually door dashed food tonight. So yeah, it was perfect. Ready? We're ready to leave. The house is ready for us to come back to. Yep. It's just everything is just kind of falling into place a little bit. Now, are we gonna hide mistletoe t- tomorrow? Uh, she's gonna be <coughs> hidden in a um. So we are doing Elf on the Shelf. I can't remember if we talked about that. We did. On, on, oh. On episode four. Um, so Mistletoe is going to come with because um, Liam's Elf will be there. So it's like, well, yeah, you got to have both of them. Right. And um, your mom gave me the idea of like, oh, put her in a container and tape it shut. And then Brinley can like carry her around and like that. Okay. Anything to like make Brinley happy tomorrow? Great, I'm on board. I don't care what it is. Yeah, and we, I know we we like uh, we said we told her tonight. We're like, oh, we get to open like you got those little gifts. You get to open gifts on the plane. Yeah, I really think it's gonna we're gonna if we keep her distracted enough. And <clears throat> I think yeah, you're right. When we take off, it's probably gonna be a little bit scary. Yeah, but if we may, if, if if she's gonna look to us how we're reacting, so you right. and I just have to be like I like flying. I've, I've flown. You're just you're a lot. You're good at it, and you well. I mean, you just like know what's going on. You're comfortable with it for the most part. I think you just got to be calm, cool, and collected, and just. I just hate that I can't pick her up and squeeze her because she's scared. Like that's gonna suck. She's gonna be clawing out of her seat. Be able to do that because she has to be in her seatbelt. Yeah, but I mean, whatever. If it's that big of a deal where it's like she's actually freaking out, I don't. I don't do her seatbelt. I don't care. Okay. And hug her. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, I I really do think it'll probably come to that. Thing, when we are at the point of takeoff, that everybody's sitting down. It doesn't matter that we're past when the plane's taken off. It mm-hmm. ain't. They're not going to ground it. Right. True. It's, we're going. We're going to our destination. That's and if true. we get yelled at, then we'll, oh, sorry, we, you know, you just played dumb. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know. All right. Uh, I just I think it's gonna. I I just have to keep telling telling myself it's gonna go well. And we just here's the to, thing. Once we do it once, the thing about Brinley. And I think she gets this from me a little bit. She does not like the unknown. And once she does something, then she's kind of like, okay, like I know 
what this is now. I don't like it, but I know what it is. So I think once we get that first one under our belt, it'll be okay after that. Yeah, it, I think so. I think you're right. So, we, yeah, we fly to Chicago, then we have a layover, and then we fly again. So if that first one goes well and she enjoys it, then the second one should be fine. And then flying home is going to be, you know, it'll either way, we're going to get there. <clears throat> so Yeah. Another part of me was like, oh, maybe we could just put on her headphones and get her <laughs> into her tablet. You know, I don't know. It's, oh, it's temporary. I have to keep reminding myself. It's, you're only on the plane for like a little while and then it's done. You're over. You know, it's over. It's done. But you just have to deal with it for while you're in the air. Oh, and it's like, I'm, I, excuse oh, me. We just. Oh, have a good attitude. That's what we have to have. <laughs> just have a good attitude about it. Totally. Um, what are you most excited for? And, and we're excited for obviously to see family on it, but for for this vacation, what are you most excited for? Um, I'm happy we're going somewhere that has a lot to do. Um, and I'm not hating on like where we've gone in the past, but we've usually gone to like Middle America, where there's just not really much going on but like the charleston area has so many like fun things to do and i'm just excited to like do fun things with you and our kids you're saying there's more to do in charleston than there is in wichita yeah (laughs) totally and there's way more i mean we don't if anybody came to our house they'd say the same thing we don't live in a fun place really either we're not a destination city we live in the midwest it's about as exciting as wichita um, but we, that's where we used to go for Christmas with my parents. Here's the thing. It was always fun. It was always a really good time. Oh yeah. Cause but, right. But there's going to be a lot more like, t- like touristy, like Charles yeah. is like a touristy town more to totally more to do in that aspect. So, um, okay. So one thing that I kind of want to segue out of this, we talked about it a lot last episode and, mm-hmm. and we anyways, but one thing that I talked about, um, on, I, I, I started a podcast with myself I, I only have two episodes out, but it's called the Dad Bod Podcast. Mm-hmm. Now I have a dad bod, and I am a dad. <laughs> I love it. So I started the Dad Bod Podcast, meaning I talk about things that are, you know, really just can relate to like other dads. Where it's like it's nothing like too crazy, but just you know. Uh, but one thing that I that I discussed um, before we did this this Happy Campers podcast was. Um, the way that you raise your children, uh, and I don't know why I was thinking about this today, but it was just really weighing heavily on me because, um, oh, I, well, I know why I thought about it, but I'm, I'm not going to, I was, I visited a, a city and I, and I saw some people and I was just like, yeah, you guys are like the people I saw, didn't, didn't even talk to them. I just saw them in, in passing. I'm like, you guys are losers. Mm. And I don't mean that, but it's just like, you just, and it's like, okay, to the way that we're teaching our kids is that like, unfortunately, it seems like kids nowadays, it's like, it's everybody, everybody wins. Everybody gets a participation trophy mm-hmm. and, you know, we're teaching our kids that there are winners and losers in life. Yeah. That, 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 and that's not saying that you're not going to lose because trust me, I have failed and lost many times in my life. Right. But there are people that accept it and they're just losers then they they lost right and they've accepted that they're that they've lost and um i, I, I it was it hit me heavy today where i was like our girls we want to teach I mean, of course like the number one thing is give give us your best do the best job that you can do and if the best job that you can do is last place well then that's fine that's the best that you can do don't give me anything less Mm-hmm. And that's and if you go through life with that attitude, you're not going to be a loser. You're going to if you do the exactly. best that you can, you're going to be successful. It's really not that. It's surprisingly, if you show up, what I found is if you show up to work on time and do your job, like you're not, you're not consistently making the same mistake. You're not showing up late. You show up on time and you do your job. That is that stands out. Right. And that is sad that it stands. That should be st- the standard. Oh, yeah. But, like, I remember the last place I worked, they were, like, one thing they said is, like, well, you, you're you here five days a week. You're, you know, it's, like, why is that even up? That should not yeah. be on, like, a standard of, that should just be, like, every employee is that way. Unfortunately, that's not true. Right. Um, and so it's, but the, the, the one thing that, like, if, if you do your best, 
and I firmly believe this, like your kids are going to be successful. Yes, totally. And so I, we want, what we want to teach our kids, it's like when you get, when you lose or when you fail, cause it's going to happen. Yeah. It sucks. It really stings. Yeah. It sucks and feel it and, and feel how much that sucks. Cause it does, but everyone's going to lose. And the important thing is that you realize how much this sucks and you do something about it or, right. you know, I, I think we're going to be really big on like not trying to shield our kids from the crappy parts of life because we want them to be well equipped to deal with it long after we're gone and to know that like, yeah, there's going to be crappy stuff that happens and you're going to lose and you're going to be the worst one and it's going to suck. But like we're going to help you figure out how to come out of that or how to move forward so that you know, I don't know, those are like learning how to lose is a big thing but everyone loses well and the problem is is you've got a i think you have a generation of children and i'm going to call them children even though some of them are adults that have never had to face the reality that 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 they've that in the way they grew up is everybody won everything was fair and that's not life no it's not it's absolutely not and you're doing your kids a disservice by teaching them that because it's not reality Right, you you are you're literally setting them up for failure. Yes, honestly, because they they've never had the like when I okay. So I relate this to when I was a senior in high school. Um, I relate things back to sports because I grew up playing sports. But I was a very go- I was a very good track athlete, and I should have won or at least placed very highly in in the state tournament for uh, track and field. And I, I threw shot put, and I scratched out. Like I was like, I think I was ranked number one or number two. I don't remember, but I didn't even place, didn't even get a mark, like last in the, mm-hmm. in the state. I, like it was like no mark scratched. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like that sucked. Like yeah. that, that is, that is by definition a failure. You failed. You lost. You are a loser that day. You're a loser. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, I could, you know. If you let your kids, if they don't, if you don't get to feel that or your kids don't get to feel that, what that feels like. And it's like, I never want to feel that way again. I remember being like, I, I feel, I felt so low and it sucks, but it's a good lesson. It's a hard lesson to learn, but it's like, <clears throat> you have to, to lose to realize you hate the feeling of losing. Right. Unfortunately, there's a lot of people that have never felt that their parents have given them everything they, they that, that everything that they can and made them feel like you know or, or even if they do lose it's okay to, it's okay to lose it is okay to lose mm-hmm. but it's not okay to stay there it's not okay to exactly. stay so it, if you're taught your whole life that you know everybody everybody wins today it's no big deal when you do have that time in your life cuz you will when you fall on your face then you're going to think that the world is ending and it's right. like no you have to these little lessons in like you got last place in this tournament. That sucks. That blows. That feels really, sorry, feels really shitty, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, I mean, it is what it is. Next time, you will hopefully do better and, and we'll try harder, but it's not the end of the world. Right. And, and I think that when, because like that, that was really tough. At the time, I was like, I cannot believe, like I've, you work your whole high school career for mm-hmm. this moment and you just choke. Mm-hmm. You just absolutely choke and it really sucks but i i didn't complain i didn't you know i i i cried about it to myself i didn't Mm -hmm. i didn't throw poor pity party for myself it was it was 100 percent on me right and i knew that i took responsibility for it and you know then i went on to college to compete and i i I had a a, a good college career i won a couple conference championships and like that was it was great Mm -hmm. but um you just we're we're teaching our kids that failure is it's it's part of life and it's acceptable as but how you respond to that failure if you just accept it defeat right that's not acceptable and there's there there are people in this world and unfortunately there's a lot of them that have never like had to accept responsibility for their own actions right and realize that they're in the place that they are today because of themselves what and there are instances where like you fail because somebody else didn't hold up their end of the bargain. Sure. But, but there's lessons to be learned in that. Where, exactly. Okay, what can I do to prevent, what can I do to make sure my hard work is going to reflect on me in a positive manner? And, and, and if it's, if you, if unfortunately, if you're relying on somebody and you're not sure they're going to hold up their end of the bargain, you shouldn't be relying on that person in the first place. If you can help it. 
Right. And and I know there there are instances there are instances where that's not doable. I get that, but the majority of time that failure occurs, it's not solely it's almost rarely it's never your fault. Like when you fail, mm-hmm. it's almost never like, "Oh, I failed because because of 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 of, you know, uh, outside so and so whatever." Yeah, it, right. Usually it has something to do with yourself. Now there yes. are there are 100% instances where that's not true, but I believe that there are ways that you can prevent that or or learn from an experience that was that wasn't that didn't go the way you wanted it to go. Right. And that's the mindset that we want our kids to have is like, okay, even if it's like, okay, dad, I went to practice every day. I was in the weight room every day. I did everything I was supposed to do. And, uh, you know, we, we ended up, you know, we, we get to the state tournament for whatever. And, and we just get, we lost because so-and-so wasn't doing, there's, you know, this person, this person, this person who play on the team, they weren't doing what they were supposed to be doing. Right. And, and it's like, okay, who's keeping them accountable? Like right. When I missed the weight room when I was in high school, I, I had a I had a guy. We both were first team all state. He played across from me, and he called me out and he said, "What are you? Where are you? You're mm-hmm. not here. We are all here working out, and you're not here." Right. And it was summertime, and I didn't want to be there. Right. I was being lazy, but he called me out, and guess what? I had my ass in the gym the next week. Right. So where is the accountability for the like? There are things. It's like okay, so then 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 you can your kid can kind of transition into like being more of like a leader yeah how do I become a leader and a team player and how do I get how do I motivate others around me those are huge lessons in life too right where it's like okay well dad I, we, we lost because you know I did everything I was supposed to do but they didn't it's like okay why didn't they do it right if it's that, that, that it's if it's that, that they're that lazy then <coughs> then there may be a conversation to have with the coach that hey this person's not holding up they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing right and is there somebody else that is that that would be able to be held accountable because sometimes you, you can't control other people. Exactly. But a lot of times when you call somebody out on, on, on being lazy, it, it stops. Right. And, and, and like you just said, I mean, you can't <clears throat> be in charge of what other people choose to do and we're never going to put that on our kids, but it's just, I mean, if you can take away something from every negative situation, you can take away something positive or what can I do next time? Um, yeah, we're, you know, it wouldn't be like a, well, why didn't you get onto them? It's like, well, what can you do next time to maybe help your team? Right. You know, yeah. it's, it's not like you dwell on why. OK, yeah, you need to address what was the cause of it. But that's not like, OK, well, you know, hindsight's always twenty twenty. Right. But it's like, OK, so now how can we move forward? Moving forward, what can we do so that when you recognize these patterns in the future that caused failure in the past, you can address it? Totally. So I, I think that, you know, it was one thing that I, I, I really, it was weighing heavily on me. And it's like, this is how we're going to raise our kids. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. No, absolutely not. I Some love, people. I love that you're doing. Oh, thank goodness. I will, I will hold your thought. I love that you're doing. She has to go up and help Lakely. She just woke up crying. I think she just needs her nook, but. Um, no, I just, you know, I, I can't stand when people are like, you know, oh, it's, it's, it's okay. To, it, it's, it's a fine line. It's okay to, the action of losing and failure is okay. It's good. I think it's like, I think it's like a thousand failures for, for every success. Like, and I, I can, you can kind of relate that to like weightlifting and, I, and I've lifted a lot of weights in my lifetime and it's like, okay. Like when I deadlifted 500 pounds for the first time, I failed it probably a hundred times. Like I'm not even kidding. Maybe even more than that. I've failed over and over and over again. I couldn't get the bar off the ground or I'd get the bar off the ground and then I couldn't, I couldn't get all, I couldn't finish the lift until finally I did it. Um, and it's just, it's like, okay, so you failed. You don't stop there. What, what do you, what can you do to, 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 to be successful the next time? And maybe you're not successful the next time. What can we address then? There's, always things you can better yourself on and teaching our kids that lesson is very important to me anyways you were saying no i was just saying um i like that you're doing a (coughs) excuse me a dad podcast because i think um moms we okay in general if you go on social media or something you will find a huge community of like moms lifting up other moms and you will find just tons of relatable things that you can say like, Oh my gosh. Yeah, that makes sense. Or I'm a mom and I feel this way and and you do too. But I don't think dads have that. And then 
the things that dads go through really just don't get talked about or identified or really appreciated because you guys don't have the same platform or nobody really nobody really asks you guys what it's like to be a dad and I think it's cool that you're doing that well and I think you know being a dad is a lot of making sure that everybody in at least in my opinion is making sure that everybody in your family is good you 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 put your needs your family's needs in front of your needs and and I, and I don't mean that in like like I'm I there are times when I'm selfish of course everybody is but it's like okay so things like um like my kids need me and I'm not feeling good. Well, I'm going to be there for my kids. My wife needs me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like shit or I had a bad day. Well, I'm going to be there for my wife. Right. So it's like, and, and I know that it's not, it, that is reciprocated amongst every relationship. Like wives do that for their husbands. Mm-hmm. But it is like, <clears throat> I feel like as a dad, you you are so often putting your stuff on the back burner. And sometimes it's nice to be able to talk about even, not even like complain. Because it's not about complaining. Like I don't want... I'm not one to complain. Mm-hmm. I love being a dad. I love, you know, being a part of this family, being the head of the house. Um, but it, it, there are challenges that it's like you just don't, it, it, you don't get to talk about. And so no. it's nice to have a, you know, and I don't even know, I don't, honestly, I don't even know if anybody's listened to the podcast. Um, but it's nice to be able to talk about things that are specifically hard for dads that we don't really get to just say. And vent about. Right. Right. Again, not complaining, but just like, no, you know, like uh, I think on the first episode of that podcast, I mentioned how like you really have like three jobs. Like you have your you're the provider. Mm-hmm. This is a, this is in a standard home. So some people could whatever. I don't care if you disagree. That's fine. But just just shut up. <laughs> so like you're the provider. So you have your work stuff. Right. Then when you come home, you have your dad stuff. Right. And 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 right when you come home from work, the second you walk in the door, you have to be in dad mode, so you have to leave your work stuff at the door. Even if you had a bad day at work, you have to be good for your kids because your kids can tell if something's off or, or if, if, if if something's not right and you bring that into the house, it's going to make things with the, the kids not right, which mm-hmm. isn't fair to them because they weren't even a part of your work day. Right. Then the third job, you know, that after the kids go to bed, your wife has been home and, and with kids or, or, or even, if, even if she hasn't, even if, even if your wife works – she was still part of the kids um, after work. And so now it's like she needs to be able to talk to you. And you have to be able to be accessible. You have to be able to do your job and provide for your family, no matter how good or bad you like, how good or bad your job is or how good or bad your day goes. Mm-hmm. Then you have to come home and, and put a smile on for your kids, even if, even if you had a bad day. And then at the end of the day, when all the kids are asleep, you have to be there for your wife. Mm-hmm. And that's really hard to do all those things, and then and and, and especially if you if you've had a bad day, that's kind of what I mean by, you know, you've had a shitty day, you're not in the mood. But like, if your wife needs to talk to you at the end of the day, you don't just shut down. You don't just the the answer is not, I've had a bad day, I don't want to talk to you. Well, because that turns your wife off. It tur- it tur- right. Then then your wife's like, well, now she feels like she can't count on you. Well, oh, that's like really damaging. Yeah, you right. yeah, and right. So anyways, I just, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, even if you're like, I don't, I've had such a long day. I just want to sit down and watch the football game and drink beer. I want to do a mindless task. Right. You, you, you really, you know, and like, that's like a lot of times, like you just like, like most of the time you go to bed before me Mm -hmm. and I'll just do mine. Like I'll just sit and just watch TV or whatever. It's just something just to just, that's my time to just be just. Whatever. If, mm-hmm. I, if I'm stressed out about something, I can just well into the TV or <laughs> or whatever, or go to the. And actually, I've been going to the gym a lot lately, and that's that's really helped, especially with like my anxiety because yeah. I do get I do get anxious sometimes, and I I try not to show it, but sometimes it's just I just can't hide it. Right. Um. So, anyways, if you guys want to check out the Dad Bod podcast, just shoot me a text message. I mean, I think most of people on here mm-hmm. either have my number or know how to get a hold of me, and I will send you the link. Um, yeah, it's really not much different than that. It's just me and talking into a mic. But so. it's but it's you. It's not you're not having to censor, and not that you do, but it's just your own thoughts, and you don't have to. It's just different when you're talking on your own, right? You know. Yep. Yeah, so, and I talk about how you, you don't want to raise loser children. <coughs> well, well. And it's like, okay, and it's like, okay, 
it doesn't have to be sports either. It's like it can be anything as long as your kid your kid may not want to like our kids may not like sports. Like we grew up doing sports and that's what we can relate to. But like say our kids want to do choir, or they want to be in drama or the glee club or, or band or whatever. They're going to give their best when they do it. They're not going right. to half ass it because that if you let them half ass it, no matter what it is, they're going to do they're going to take that with them when they move on. Yes. When they move out of the house. Right. So it's like things like I always thought like, OK, like. It sounds dumb, but it's like, okay, when you clean your room, you do it right. When you when you do something, you do it right, and you do it to the best of your ability, and you don't cut corners. Mm-hmm. Not saying that kids don't cut corners. Not saying I don't cut corners sometimes, because sometimes I do. It's because it's, but you just, those values need to be instilled so that you don't have, you know, you don't want to, I want my kids to be able to take on problems without us and, and to be able to just, do it and just be self-sufficient and and not just crater under pressure and oh i failed now what now i can't do anything well yes you can because you have the foundation to bring yourself back up and do things right the next time um Haley had to go up and help the kids again because i don't know they've been i think brinley brinley got up i think she knows that we're since we're traveling like it's i think she's a little bit one, she's a little bit excited, but it also feels different. We got bags by the door, so she knows that change is coming, and I think it's affecting her sleep just a little bit tonight. But again, the whole schedule—once you're when you're on vacation, the whole schedule is just throw, you might as well take it, rip it up, throw it out the door because it's never—it's not going to be the same while you're there. And then when you get back, it's it usually just falls back into place pretty quickly. But while you're on vacation, it's like, oh, we're at a new house, we're at a new location, new, you know. We're going from 15 degrees in snow to 70 and sunny. Well, even that, as an adult, it messes you up. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I just think about, like, it's a harsh reality, going back to talking about how you raise your kids. Um, but it's not hard to, to raise winners. Like, so many people just accept that they've failed. And having your children experience that. That's why I think it's really good for them to do ex- extracurricular activities. Like going to school, yeah, sure. Go to school, do your homework. That's a given. That that ha- that happens. But there has to be something else that has that has goals. Like you can I know you can you can make goals in school. I get that. You you know, if you want to be a you know, straight A student, four point whatever. But something like where there's where there's something that they can practice, they can go and, and achieve something, and and it shows that their their hard work has paid off, and that teaches lessons, like life lessons, not just book smart lessons. Like I, there's ways that I guess you could do it with schooling, but I think I really think extracurricular activity is the best way to do that, um, and I don't think it matters what it is, if it's band or choir or whatever. I mean, or if it's you know, like I said, we're sports people, so but if our kids want to be in the glee club i'm gonna be the best damn glee club dad there is it's just i don't choose what their interests are you know i think brinley i think for sure is gonna be a sports gal she's uh like already loves throwing the ball um and we got a little t for her, a little like a it's like a wiffle ball bat with a t and she likes to hit the ball off the t so but you know you just don't you don't know she could just all of a sudden want to do something else and that's totally fine it's just as long as it's something that they're doing that they can put their best effort into prove that 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 if they work hard they're going to improve they may not be the best and that's fine but they're going to beat themselves they're going to they're going to better themselves and that's what it's about because that's what makes winners and we're just not going to live in a household where everybody gets participation where you just have to show up you just have to show up and and that's not no we're not doing that that absolutely not um I'm sure there's some households that live like that, but that's not people that we associate with. We don't, uh, you know, we don't do that. But um, we are, I, that sounds harsh. And I, so uh, the other thing that, that I should, should I, that I should say is like when kids are developing, when they're like younger, the, talking about the winners and losers things, that's, that's really something that probably starts to be pushed really hard like around like the later elementary middle school type like when they're developing you know that's it's really hard because kids develop at such different 
stages and different speeds. Um, so it'll be less of like, a, you know, okay, you're going to still go and do your best, but, you know, it, <clears throat> it's just a, a balance, I guess. But let's see here. And we are, sorry, we had to take a little bit of a break. We had, <coughs> we had some kids that were awake and. Puppies that needed love now. Yeah, it was just, we, so there's a little bit going on. So I apologize. I kind of, towards that, I kind of was tapering off. And then finally, I was like, hold on. And I just paused it because too much. But you know what? We're parents, and that's okay. We don't, we, we expect you to understand because more than likely your parents do. And if you're not, understand anyways. Bear with us. We have kids yeah. and. Totally. <sighs> so, um, so talking about what we just talked about, um, what do you. Again, our kids are going to do whatever they want to do, but what do you, what would you like to see if you could have, you know, because every parent, like you have a vision for what your kids are going to do. What I want them to be into. Yeah. What do you want them to be into? If you could pick, which you can't, and, and we're no. going to support them no matter what they want to do, but if you had your, your way, what would you, what, what do you think you'd want them to do? I would want them to be like two or three sport athletes. Yeah. I really don't care what they do, but. I don't know. You, I know. I know you'd like to see Bryn play volleyball and softball. Yeah, and I was never any good at volleyball, but my sister is a really good stud volleyball player, and so are so is your sister. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, I I think it'd be cool if she wanted to play basketball or well, both of them, um, basketball or hockey or whatever. But then, like, it'd be fun to see her play softball. Yeah. See, and I'm like, I was a, I was a shot putter, and I think that our, our Brinley is gonna, she's gonna have the perfect body. She's like, she's gonna be just, just like, she's just a. She's, she's very athletic. She's very and athletic she's and very got stout. Just natural athletic muscle. Right, and so me being the shot putter, I'm like, oh, I'd love to like, you know, watch her throw, maybe coach, do you know, do that stuff. But it's like. She may not want like I know. I remember like when I started throwing, I mm-hmm. wanted nothing to do with it. Oh really? And then like, I did it for one year, and I was like, oh, I'm actually really good at this. Like, sure. And, and it's one of those things where it's like I think because I was good at it, I liked it so much. Sure. Um, and then that, that developed into a love for that sport. But I think initially, like I remember, my mom forced me to do it. She goes, "You're going to do this." Mm-hmm. And then you know, I had my when I did it in middle school. The one of the football coaches was at, was actually one of the throws coach, which helped out too. But, mm-hmm. anyways, uh, <coughs> you know, I I think we're gonna make them try everything. Yes, even like band and, <coughs> and all that stuff because I was you know I was forced to try that. I know you did that. I know Here's you the thing. Did it. Here's the thing. <coughs> I will encourage uh, personally. I would like to encourage our kids to do things. Right. I remember being in band. And I thought I wanted to be in band. And I just hated it. Yeah. I hated it so much. And I would just, I would sit up in my room and I would just cry out of like anger because I had to practice. And I just hated it so bad. And even thinking back now, I'm like, God, there was nothing I liked about that. And it's like, I don't want them to endure that and sit and deal with that. Well, okay. So, like, my mom made me do band and choir. Um, and. <coughs> I think she was like, this is going to be really good for him until I brought that stupid trumpet home. Oh, and sure. then I did band uh, and I had played the trumpet the first year. Well, then uh, when you go into seventh grade, I think it was, yeah, I didn't, I didn't do, I did it sixth and seventh grade, but in seventh grade they go, Hey, you're the literally the only kid big enough to hold the tuba. So you're going to play the tuba. And I was like, and that's way less cool than the trumpet. It is, none of it's really cool. Well, yeah. Like it's not like oh dude look at that guy and he's wearing his he plays the flute. Oh, that we guy are gets okay. All the we're, girls. we're just not Sorry, like band people. Like, I shouldn't be like that. I, because here's the thing, I think you're very gifted if you're able to do that. And that wasn't very nice. It wasn't very nice what I said. I, I have a lot of friends that were in band and <laughs> they got a lot of girls. <laughs> so I shouldn't say that. It was just I was just being a dick. But um, no, when I when they made me get like take, I already hated it. My parents hated it because I come home and just very crappily paid the, <laughs> the trumpet and then i brought the tuba home and that's even worse is the a big old like horn pretty yeah. much a, like a like a semi-horn you just blow off in your house it's like okay <laughs> so uh i stopped doing that but we will make our kids do, i mean i 
I don't want the for- I'm not going to force them to do things they hate. Yeah. But they're going to try it. Yeah. And if, and if they right. and if they finish out the year and they say this sucked, I don't want to do it again. Okay. You started something and you finished it, and uh-huh. now you tried it. You don't like it. Now we're not we're not going back. Right. And you know you don't like it. And I don't even care. I, I I would like to see them play sports, but if they just hate sports and they don't want to do that, I didn't right. play sports all through high school. My my senior right. year, I didn't do any sports, and it was like I don't know. They're not going to have to do anything. Is our bottom line? I well, yeah. I, well, they're not right. We're not going to make them do one specific thing. I think that they should, <coughs> right. They should be required <coughs> to be involved in some sort of extracurricular activity. Sure. Of their choosing. They don't have, that we don't have to, but it's like, you're not just going to go to school, come home, and then just lay around all day. Right. You're going to be productive. You're going to do things. That's just part of being in the house. And right. We, but, I, I, yeah, if, if I could pick, I would be like, okay, I would love to see the girls play volleyball. Uh-huh. I would love to see them, you know, I understand they're probably going to choose softball over being, but I don't know. I'm just, no, it'd be great I, to see them throw, but if not, that's fine. They can play. You know, I love watching softball. Um, and the thing that's nice about softball though, is it's like when they get older, like what we do now with your family, we mm-hmm. play in like beer league teams. Yeah. We can play like, together. Okay. So then like when, the girl, when, you know, when, when the girls graduate high school and they're 18 or whatever, and we're in, you know, we're going to be like what 40 upper forties, lower fifties. Yeah. We'll still be playing. Totally. Doing, we'll be doing something. My dad still plays with us. And he's what? 55, 50, 54, mm. mid fifties. Yeah. Middle-aged man. So. Right. Yeah, we're uh, <clears throat> it's it's a uh, yeah, it's definitely um, you know, you can't pick it, but if we could, it, sports would definitely be the route that I would want to go. But mm-hmm. again, like I, I said this when you were upstairs, I said if they are into band or drama or whatever, I'm gonna be the best damn band dad. Oh, totally. No, no matter. I'll what, put my we're kid loves band up. on the back of the van. Totally. Whatever. Whatever we're they want to do. So proud of them. Right. Oh, I just. I like sports, but again, I know you do. We're going to be so proud of our girls, no matter what they do, no matter who they are, no matter what they choose. Yeah. Right. I, oh, I agree. Whatever they want to do, whatever, whatever person they want to be, as long as they give us their best. Yep. We will be. And as long as happy. they are just genuinely themselves and we know that that's what makes them happy. That's right. all that makes us happy. Right. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Um, so, Okay, I'm. We're coming up on fifty minutes. I think we should do some cards. Yeah. And then call it because I'm. We gotta. We gotta get up at five a.m. and it is already nine o'clock. But yes. we gotta get up before five. We gotta get up at like four thirty and it's already nine o'clock. And mm-hmm. we're, by the time we do these cards, it should be close to an hour and wrap it up and do that. You wanna draw two oh. for me? Yes. You can have these random two. All right. <coughs> okay. You want to go first? Um, sure, I'll go first. What state are you okay with never visiting? <sighs> you don't have to have been no, there. No, no, I have been there. California. Okay. I will never okay. go back there. It is a toilet bowl of America. At least, sorry, I'm sure there's, I know, I know that there are beautiful parts of California. I was in, I was stuck in LAX for th- for two days and then I went to Mojave, California, which actually was a nice town, um, but just a, just, <coughs> just my experience in Los Angeles was just, ew. No. Yeah, no, I would never not want to go to Los Angeles. That's for sure. How about you? <clears throat> um, <clears throat> uh, state I'd ne- I'd be okay with never going to. Um, jeez. I don't know. Probably like New York. I don't know. I don't care. I don't care about say, New York. I you say Alaska. I think Alaska would be cool to see. I don't know how the hell I'm going to get there because I would hate flying in a tiny little plane over like that much water. Right. But I just don't care about New York. I don't care about it. I've been to New York City when I was younger. I don't care. I don't like cities anyway. I don't like big cities either. Not a big city guy. No. <coughs> okay. Here's a good one. If you could be leader of the world... For a day, what would you change? Oh, gosh. I, I have my answer right away. Lots. What's yours? We would level Kim Jong-un. Oh. Free his people. Oh. Absolutely massive. Just get rid of him and his whole regime. 
Nice. I mean, I, there was a podcast on Joe Rogan, and he had like a, a a woman that actually lived in North Korea under under Kim Jong Un and Kim Jong Il, um, and she was just talking about how terrible it is and how just it's like very much so like the epitome of a dictatorship. And it's like, that's terrible. Yep. Get yeah yeah. Anyways, that's me. Um, I'd probably. It, it, what does it say? If you had total power? If you could be leader of the world for a day, oh. what would you change? We'd clean out those um, high-profile pedophiles for sure. Yeah. The, oh, that's clean the, clean the such swamp. a good one. Yeah. We'd clean all, it out. All, any and all high-profile pedophile that's being protected. The one that they're protected. Yeah. yeah. Uh, none of that. Not a conspiracy theorist, but pretty convenient oh, some of the things some of the people that have happened to suicide themselves yeah yeah um very interesting yeah no uh, i think that there's a lot of a lot of them that need to be put away for life and mm-hmm. just uh disgusting human beings i agree with that 100 percent. do mm-hmm. not disagree at all yeah your turn okay if we were i already know this one i think if we were to renovate our home, what room would you like to do first? The basement. Yeah, I figured. We already we just decided we're gonna do that. So. Uh huh. The man cave. Yeah. I'm. So, anyways, sorry. No, your turn. Uh, I pick the probably the backyard. It's not a room in the house, but I, but I know what you're saying. You know, like the landscaping and all that. Yeah, I'd want to do the landscaping. I'd want to put the fence up. I'd want to get the patio spread a little yeah, further. Yeah, we want to do. We're gonna. We want to pour a put new a patio bar and out do there. an outdoor bar and all that. Yeah. That's what I would want to do. I want. I would want to get that. Want to be able to host. Yeah. Parties. Totally. I like that. Okay, that's a good answer. I yeah. Take, I take back what I said. That's, that's a very oh. good answer. I was wrong. You take back what you said about. No, I take back about the backyard not being a room. Oh yeah, yeah. Like that, you don't. That's well, a it's good not answer. a room. Yeah, true. But yeah. All right. If we took a trip, this is actually fitting because we're going to Vegas in October of next year. If we took a trip to Las Vegas, what would you be most excited to do there? Oh gosh. Okay, here's the thing. I'm not into gambling. I'm just I I think you go to Vegas for an experience if you don't go for gambling. I, who goes who goes there for gambling? It's like well, you go to Vegas people. to Oh, well, I mean, you go to Vegas to just Okay, we're in Vegas. Cool. I think that yeah, you're right. Okay, there there are people that go to Vegas just to gamble and then there are people that go to Vegas to go to Vegas. Right. So I, I think I, I would go to just party and right. see stuff, I guess. Right. I'm uh my dad went to Vegas for a work thing, and he said anything. He said it's totally normal until about nine o'clock, and that's when all the crazies start to come out. Makes sense. I would be most excited for nine o'clock, <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah. to, just to see it, just to people watch. Right, that's the thing. You just get to experience <clears throat> it and see it. Yeah. Yeah. You have another card? No, I did my two. I did. Yeah, I did mine too. Nice. Well, we are fifty-two minutes. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. I'm tired, and I know that you're tired too. And we got a long day ahead of us. We will not be podcasting while we are away, but we plan to pick up where we left off. Yeah, uh, we'll let you guys we know how it went, and we'll let you know how the travel goes, and yeah. give you our tips and tricks if and any our, of them work. And like you said, we have to give a review of Southwest. See how that goes. So. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, well, guys, we appreciate you watching or listening. I should say. <laughs> we will hopefully get the video going again but for now it's just listening so we will see you guys after christmas break have a merry christmas and yes. be safe do things responsibly and enjoy time with family peace peace out peace peace